Welcome, 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 welcome. I'm going to do four welcomes because this is a special episode. It is. It's a special episode. We get a a little bit bonus more than what uh, our listeners are accustomed to because we actually have the superstar of the Lake Highlands basketball program. That's right. This, of course, is the Lake Hooplands podcast. I am Scott. I'm Brendan. And uh, in the corner, open for three, that's Coach Kelly Michael John. Yes. Coach MJ, as she's more affectionately known around the Lake Highlands basketball community. Hello, thanks for having me. Of course, <laughs> of course, welcome. Uh, our presenting sponsor on Lake Hooplands, normally Tritex Cabinets. Uh, that's www.tritexcabinets.com. However, we have a new sponsor, Brendan. Tell me more about that, Scott. That is KPMG. Heard of them. KPMG is one of the four global public accounting and consulting firms. I don't know if I really should be reading this because I think they're kind of a competitor of mine, but that's fine. I'll be all right. Uh, but thank you to KPMG for for sponsoring this Lake Hooplands podcast. And part of it is is because Coach MJ's on and we're talking all women's hoops. So women actually represent an enormous part of KPMG's talent pool. And uh, they really demonstrate the firm's commitment to a more inclusive working environment. At KPMG, helping women level up to their greatest potential is part of their culture, really. You want to talk about one of the ways they do that in the sports world? Yeah, how do they, how do they make an impact? All right, so what you've got is you've got KPMG uh, hosting a very rich tradition, which is the Women's PGA Championship. That's amazing. Uh, uh, that's right. Since it's, they're a sponsor, do we get to now go to the Women's PGA Championship? I'd love to go to the Women's PGA Championship because I'm going to tell you this right now. I like watching LPGA golf. They're better than you at golf. Well, that's not hard to do. It's <laughs> um, not hard to do. I bet You're Coach right MJ that. is better than me at golf as well. Um, so the most prestigious major championship in women's golf comes this uh, June, as a matter of fact, to the lower course at Baltus Rawl Golf Club, which is in New Jersey. You knew that. I you didn't did even need that. to read it. I didn't, but I did read it. Thank you for the copy. Uh, the KPMG Women's Leadership Summit also brings together 300 women at the top of their game in business. Uh, it's held the week of that uh, PGA Championship. Uh, it's a time for high-performing women nominated by the CEOs of their companies to find career-enhancing networking and mentoring opportunities. Of the more than 1,100 past participants 50 percent of them have been promoted and 32 percent have advanced into c-suite and executive positions that's very good ratios right there that's a kick out three if you ask me that's very (laughs) bakeable uh funding from these two events uh fund the kpmg uh, future leader program and that's focused on developing future generations of women leaders by awarding um uh, 22 top female high school seniors, <laughs> college scholarships. Come on, pep it up. A leadership retreat. I'd like to go on that. There you uh, go. Mentorship and an introduction to golf. Hey, uh, it, so it says you know pro golfers uh, Stacy Lewis, Maverick McNeely, and, and Maria Stackhouse, Mariah Stackhouse are, are involved in that program. Is Maverick McNeely the guy out at DAC? No. Is there? He's like a mm, web.com tour guy. Uh, I'm unfamiliar. Really? Yep. Yeah. Maverick right. McNeely is on the PGA Tour. No, I know that. I thought he was a DAC guy, though. I don't believe so. Okay. Well, you see, Trey, uh, if you write copy like that, you get fantastic advertising. 
Well done, KPMG. <laughs> Thank you to KPMG and uh, our friend Mike Smith uh, over at KPMG. So we're going to get into it now. We, we wanted to read all of that so that Coach MJ would calm down a little bit. She was super nervous when she came in. She did not. She's cool, calm, and collected. She didn't know she was talking to two celebrities in the Lake Highlands area. On this very block. Celebrities on this block. <laughs> in this basement. Yes. That's really it. In our own minds. Uh, so we're just going to go like background. So hometown, you know, we don't, we don't know you. And so uh, we want the listeners to get to know you as well. So give us just hometown, high school, hoops, history. What, what's, your, what's your background? Sure. Yeah, so I'm, I'm not from Texas. Uh, I actually was born in Michigan, East Lansing, so go green. Um, and I grew up, though, in Fort Wayne, Indiana, um, been there most of my life played uh started playing basketball in fourth grade uh and then played high school hoops uh you know they call that the mecca of basketball in indiana Um, larry bird french lick (laughs) yeah larry bird yes but um i would go magic johnson over larry bird that's Uh, well now that i'm gonna hold on hold on we're gonna cross off (laughs) one of our full court press questions so uh go ahead Um, then uh, I, I had the privilege of playing college basketball in Indiana at Manchester University. It's a, it's a small D3 school, um, kind of southwest of Fort Wayne, Indiana, where I grew up at. I went to Trinity University, also a D3 school. Oh, nice. I just kind of played basketball there. Not really. That's just in the same uh, country as Indiana. <laughs> that is the commonality there. Wait, wait, no, find they're both that. Division Three. That's the commonality. So what do you think about the weather here in Texas as you've become acclimated to it versus those cold winters in Michigan? Uh, so when I told my parents I was moving down here, they uh, they thought I'd come back after three years or so. Um, and one of the reasons why I'm still here is the weather. I love <laughs> I love the heat. I love not having to drive in snow and have to scrape off ice off my windshield and things like that. So uh, I've been here for seven years, and I don't think I'm ever going to go back. Wow. Well, we're lucky to have you. That's for certain. How did you uh, end up getting into the Lake Highlands gig? Give us a little bit about that backstory. Yeah, so I uh, I had a friend that lived in Dallas in 2016, and that's who I came to visit. And I randomly met another coach, uh, and she is now the head coach at West Mesquite. Um, but she kind of told me about how athletics works in Texas. And it's not everywhere in the country that you can have athletics as a class. And so I, you know... In Indiana, I was trying to build a program. I was a head coach. I was a head coach at Fort Wayne Snyder for four years, trying to build a program. Um, and and there was no athletics during the during the school day. And so, here in Texas, you can have athletics, um, and we have athletics for freshmen, and then a separate athletics period for JV and varsity. And I thought that was a great way to build a program, um, and not only coach more and teach less. So I, I thought that was great. Uh, and so I just got my resume out, um, emailed coaches. And so I got my first job at Mesquite Horn. Um, and I was there as an a varsity assistant. Um, and then after five years, uh, I got this head coaching job at Lake Highlands. Now, you played Mesquite Horn this year. No, we oh, have you didn't. not. The, no. the varsity boys did. Yes, Varsity Boys did. Okay, so y'all don't play the same teams, I mean, other than district. No, we could have played them in like the Allen tournament earlier this year, but it, we never had that opportunity. Um, we've scrimmaged them. We do a spring league, uh, and and I'm still good friends with their head coach Whitney Long, and so we still talk and and we scrimmage um, in the spring and sometimes in the fall and now, things like that. Would you take it easy on them if you played them 
or uh, would or would you just step on it? Uh, no, absolutely not. <laughs> yeah, there you go. Very good. Uh, speaking of building a program, you know, I think one of the reasons that, that we wanted to have you on because a very unique situation uh, for the girls' basketball team this year. We had some some preseason uh, injuries to kind of our our three best players, and so that kind of forced your hand to bring up a bunch of young kids, um, freshmen, uh, our daughter's friends, or my daughter's friend, and Brennan has a, a freshman boy, but uh, Lane Smith and Haley Kramer and Kate Duffield. Uh, so how, how has that been, like <laughs> kind of a <laughs> steep learning curve for your first season? Yeah, and last year was, I thought, our biggest year to just um, kind of set expectations and uh, new – you know, what we do in practice, um, setting those drills and, and kind of building that program um, and and that, I guess, uh, our playbook and um, teaching uh, what we are trying to promote in our program and the culture we're trying to do. Uh, and so I think the kids that were on the varsity team last year and even the injured ones, um, those are major losses, but uh, the injured ones still help improve and, and talk to our young ones that are on the varsity team and still trying to learn and figure out what it takes to be a varsity player. But I think our, our kids and our varsity team is is what makes it easy for those freshman kids to kind of learn and grow and ask questions. And they, they take them in and they do um, they do team bonding and team dinners. And I think that's what helps um, keep them around and keep them, you know, less stressed and more confident in, in their game. Mm-hmm. You sound like you know what you're talking about as far as team chemistry, uh, which I also happen to know that's what you teach. That is. is that right? <laughs> yes, it is. <laughs> <Me and> me. <laughs> it's amazing. What you, great background. Uh, hey, that's what you got to learn about people that way. I think that's a, a very complicated subject. I did not fare too well in that subject in school. I legit you, failed hit chemistry one, one six weeks. Okay, once again, back to you. But let's talk about MJ and how she relates to Do you love I know, teaching but she chemistry? Knows, she's listened to the podcast, so she knows that it is about me. Okay. And then she knows also, too, that <laughs> okay. we're going to take the steering wheel back. Okay. Coach MJ. What 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 attracts you to chemistry and in, in, in teaching chemistry? And this can be brief. You don't have to build a chemistry program. <laughs> sure, yeah. Uh, I that was my major in college, um, and so it ultimately I double majored in biology and chemistry. I thought I was gonna go kind of like the doctorate PA type route, um, and then I got into coaching right away. Uh, my college coach kind of put me. Um, I, I started coaching college after college, and then I dropped down to high school because um, I wasn't making that much money as an assistant coach in college. Mm-hmm. Um, and, and so it was just easier to get into teaching by just using um, what the degree I graduated with. So that's why I'm teaching it. Perfect. <laughs> Did you uh, coach at Manchester? I did not. Okay, where'd you coach? I, sometimes I felt like I did when I was playing, but um, <laughs> my college coach would not be happy. <laughs> Where did you coach uh, college? At Trine University. Okay, okay, terrific. Um, so what what are the differences in coaching such a young team and then kind of challenges and, and uh, advantages of having that young team? Yeah, so it's we try and keep it simple, um, and we – uh, you know, we do a lot of um, drills the same, and we kind of drill those every single day so the kids aren't confused, and, and we, um, you know, try and keep them as easy as possible, um, but also, you know, correct them when they need to be corrected. And the kids that are coming in, I think they had a really good background. Um, the freshmen that are on varsity, they 
they know basketball. They've played basketball. So it was really easy. And, and we have some upperclassmen. And even our sophomore point guard, Aaliyah Taylor, has kind of taken, like, Kate Duffield under her wing and, and done workouts with her without any coaches around um, and things like that. So we just kind of keep it simple and, and, you know, go through those reps as often as possible until we get it right. Perfect. Is Aaliyah the leading scorer in district? Is that right? I don't think she's the leading scorer in district. She's definitely the leading scorer for Lake Highlands girls well, basketball. Yes, I knew that. <laughs> I thought I, I thought I had seen somewhere where she was the leading the district in scoring, but I could be wrong. I don't I don't always uh, get my facts straight. That's true. Um, so right now, just to get involved in the season, uh, you guys are nine and fourteen overall, four and three in district play. That's a fantastic record because that's one for the jar. But it's a very tough and competitive district. Um, I've got a chance to watch a few of these games. Um, so how would you say the season has progressed in terms of you know where you started um, back in November to where you are right now in mid-January? Sure. We, man, and having those freshmen and kind of a, a brand-new team, you never know what – what product you're going to get uh, in those first couple games, which is why we kind of try and do preseason tournaments and games where the kids get to play together um, without me coaching. But those preseason games are mainly just to see what works, what doesn't work, who works well together, who can play for how long and things like that. Um, and so we kind of we had a tough preseason schedule and that's kind of my fault. Um, I thought we were going to have some starters returning and, and you know, it's okay. Uh, they learned a lot. I think I'm, I'm big on, you know, I think we, you learn more from your losses than your wins. And so we, you know, we got in, watched a lot of film and tried to figure out our, our, our weaknesses and, and build upon that. But um, heading into district, I think we had a really good foundation and, um, confidence was huge for us uh, and just getting those young kids to you know be okay with having pressure and um, being okay with you know being strong with the basketball and moving it around and and just working through everything with uh, the upperclassmen that you know are moving them with them throughout this this season and they've they've you know obviously grown having a better record now in district they, they're playing great you know they're they're getting there for sure mm-hmm. I like that you learn more from your losses than you do from your wins. That sounds like something Tom Izzo may have said at one point in his coaching career. You should be in Mensa Probably. at this point if that's the case. I'm just drawing parallels <laughs> here. Uh, you played in a DISD tournament. This was a really funny when I looked at it. Uh, and a few nice wins in that one, including a 1-0 to zero win against Richardson. Uh, I don't think I've ever seen a team forfeit a game in high school varsity at the varsity level. So what, what happened with that? That's a good question. I'm not too sure. Uh, it really, <laughs> uh, I, and I, I've seen it happen before. I'm not for it, but you know, Coach Dansby is a great coach ever over at Richardson, and and they didn't want to play us in they were the scared. in the tournament. Yeah, and you know how they say you can't win or beat a team three times in a in a season, and I don't know how true that is. Maybe uh, I would have liked to see our kids play just to get another game under our belt before we head into um, district in January, but. Um, yeah, they just didn't want to play us, and uh, so we'll see them on Friday. We're about to test that three-game theory here yeah. on yeah, Tuesday night. We sure are. <laughs> and, man, I just – yeah, you want to have doesn't, – doesn't everybody just want to play as many games as yeah, they possibly right? can? I mean, we all bothered to wake up this morning and get ready mentally. Let's go ahead and play it. Yep. Um, so, do you ever tap on Coach Joe's door and say, like, <laughs> hey, you want to you wanna roll the ball out there and put my five best against your five best? Let's see what happens. <laughs> 
<laughs> uh, man, um, no. I mean, I feel, no. like, <laughs> I feel like playing no. the number one team in the state boys would be a pretty good test. That would be entertaining <laughs> a little bit for maybe a second. But uh, we have, before we scrimmaged as freshman boys um, last year, just to kind of play against a little bit more athletic um, kids and faster kids so we can be prepared um, and just kind of see something new. Uh, we haven't done it this year, uh, mainly because of, you know, having freshmen. And I don't want to have any freshmen more, v. Freshmen. <laughs> more injuries than we already have right? and things like that. But I definitely want to get back to that um, Heading into next year, yeah, for sure. Yeah, that's the reason I put that in there. Was we as freshmen, we would scrimmage the varsity girls as well. I just want to see Samson guard Kate Duffield. <laughs> <laughs> that's well, what I want to see. If you guys don't follow us on uh, Instagram, <laughs> we do have a nice clip of Samson blocking a lot of our freshmen in a one v one video. So yeah, so kind of him at Lady Cats underscore Ball. <laughs> All right, Instagram at Lady Cats underscore Ball. Uh, definitely follow and definitely watch Samson uh, swat a bunch of shots. You uh, speaking of social media, you post a thought for the day, or do you run the social media account first? I'll uh, ask that. Yes. Okay. Yes. You post a thought for the day. Is that something new when you came to Lake Highlands, or has it been kind of be part of your coaching repertoire since you started? It it I can't take credit for it. I my college coach did that. Um, every day we had practice, he would uh, talk about the thought for the day. And so I this is the first time I've actually done it though. When I here at Lake Highlands, I didn't do it anywhere else. Um, I just wanted to get these kids kind of excited about something and kind of get them to take ownership of their program. Um, and so a lot of those thought for the days aren't necessarily coming from me. They're coming from the kids in the program that either see it. Um, it just is going along with how they're feeling that day or they want uh, others to see um, what we're doing in our program. Yeah, very cool. Uh, a win this week uh, on Tuesday over Irving. Uh, on the road, 54-29, to 29, and then took a loss uh, Friday night to HP at home in the girls-boys doubleheader. But that, that game was, was tied at half. Yes, it was. How'd that game go? Uh, man, so we um, we came into that game uh, very prepared. Those girls watched film. Uh, they did their own Sky Report for that game, uh, and they were talking to each other, and I just think they were very confident um, and, and prepared. And, and it's all on them. They took initiative to make sure they were ready for Friday. And they came out with energy uh, and effort. And they were very disciplined, uh, especially in that first half. Uh, I think that's the least amount of turnovers we've had. And uh, and just their effort on defense um, was great. And there was times where I just, like, spectated because I, there, I didn't have to do any coaching because they were doing it themselves on the floor. That's oh, fantastic. That, that really is. That's fantastic indeed Ooh, we got two fantastics that's right we're going to raise a lot of money here today yeah we are um just knowing that the players that you've got in your program are taking ownership like that i mean that's kind of the highest compliment uh that can be given in terms of uh knowing that your coaching is going so far that they're already uh on top of stuff like that that's great so that leads us to the marable homes player of the week award uh, of course, Marble Homes, custom home builder here in the Lake Highlands area, Preston Hollow, HP. We won't really talk. We're, we should not say the word HP this week. It's hate week. All right. Okay. But Coach MJ will now award the Marable Homes Player of the Week. Oh, um, I think Aaliyah Taylor deserves that award this week. That's sure. excellent. How what 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 makes her stand out from the rest this week? Um, not only is she a threat offensively, um, but uh, our game versus Highland Park on Friday, uh, you know, 
I try I try and tell her I do tell her not try I tell her you know as much as you put on offense um how hard you work you need to do that just as much defensively and she did that on Friday she got 10 transition points just off of um turnovers that were forced on our end um and she's just a, a floor general for us and getting those kids uh, her teammates where they need to be on the floor excellent well congratulations to Aaliyah Taylor the Marable Holmes player of the week now we're going to go to a full court press with coach MJ this is the fun part go ahead Gino Ariema or Pat Summit Pat Summit all the way you know I was thinking about this that you know, that's, that's the my answer to that's the um that's the cheesesteak place Pat and Gino's Pat's is like one in Philly. Yeah, yeah. That's, I don't know. Okay. That just came to my mind whenever you wrote that question. You're thinking about food. <laughs> We're talking about. I'm talking about women's college basketball legends. All right. So Pat Summit, uh, Mateen Cleaves, or Magic Johnson. Ooh. Ooh. Uh-huh, see. They. They both won national championships. I know. That's why I did that. I'm going to say Mateen Cleaves only because I I remember where I watched that game um, and him going into the locker room and coming back when they played Florida. So Mateen Cleaves. He had an ankle problem that game. Is that right? Yeah. I think he did that on purpose. (laughs) He did a little Willis Reed. So so where were you? You say you know where you were. Mm -hmm. Where were you and what were you doing? I was on spring break with my family in Florida. Oh, watching that's the game. exciting. Yeah. What's what's the go-to in What's the go-to in Florida? Uh we were in Pensacola, I think. Okay. I definitely did that spring break as well. Have you done the Pensacola thing? Uh I have not done the Pensacola thing. I don't think I have. You're more no. of a 30A guy. Uh yeah, I am more so of a 30A ritzy. guy. Now, I will tell you that I was a senior in college during that game <laughs> and uh and I it, fell in love with Tom Izzo that night and Morris Peterson. Oh, I love oh, yeah. Morris Peterson. Mopey. Mopey. Look at us. Another we lefty. should just we should just talk about college basketball for the rest of this deal, but we can't. We have to go back to the full court press. Go Scott. Would you rather <laughs> win a state title and miss the playoffs for the next five years, or consistently win two to three playoff games every single year for ten years? Mm. Win a state championship. Yes. You know why? Flags fly forever, Brendan. I, I knew you were going to say that. You owe something into the fantastic jar for that. Uh, what would your pick on that be, Scott? Oh, I'm taking title for sure. Yeah, I don't think. Uh, see, we think it's a great question, but at the end, we all have the same answer. We That's just want right. to win one. That's right. Give us one. All right, favorite board game. I know you're big into board games, right? You just said you went on spring break with your family. I know y'all played some board games in Florida. <laughs> oh, that's a pickle. Um, That's a pickle. Well, this is like a Michigan saying. It is. Checkers? Maybe? I don't know. Monopoly? I don't know. I don't know. Not you. You got to answer. Ooh, shoots and ladders? I don't know. I'm just thinking. Oh, that's a good one. That's a, that's a lack of thinking game yeah, right there. I would say that or Connect Four, maybe. We, we Ooh, Connect Four is good. Coming from Michigan, we played a lot of Euchre, which is a card game. Yeah, card game. Yeah. yeah. I like that. For that one. You Brendan? know what they say in, in Michigan a lot? Ah, oh, jeez. Ah, oh, jeez. Ah, oh, jeez. Oh, my gosh. We love to say that. What's I your favorite board it. game, Brendan? Uh, my favorite board game is Trivial Pursuit. Well, that's Go mine. figure. That's mine, too. So. That's why we love each other. That's that's why we have a podcast. Favorite, last one, favorite food. Brendan knows I love a food topic. Just anything? <laughs> yeah. Anything What's your favorite you food? It could be dessert. Like, right now, could, could you have a steak or whatever? It yeah. could be cheese and crackers. 
I uh I, I eat pretty healthy. Um so when I don't, I ooh, I like pizza and um a really good chicken quesadilla. Okay. Is that this is a very coach's answer, I think. Pizza. I think that was Joe's as well. Yeah, well they eat a lot of pizza. I mean, think about it. You're breaking down film all the time. Eating pizza. What are you gonna do? Just it looks good in the coach's room. Everybody likes pizza. The players like pizza. Yeah. Everybody likes pizza. Brendan, favorite food? Uh didn't I answer this? Haven't I answered this five times yeah. this year? <laughs> Can I change my answer? Oh, uh, oh yeah, we did. We did do it on the coach uh, Joe one. All yep. right, that is a full court press. Great job, coach, with Coach MJ. <laughs> All right, let's do a little preview of this week uh, and next week. So Tuesday, listeners, January seventeenth, uh, seven p.m. Irving Nimitz away, and then Friday this is very important. Friday, January twentieth, another girls boys varsity doubleheader. The girls uh, will play at 6.30 at Lake Highlands against the aforementioned forfeit quitters, scared of us, Richardson. And the boys will play uh, at 8 p.m. against Highland Park. That's on Friday? I thought the game was on Tuesday. That game's on Tuesday. The Did I write that the, down? The boys play Berkner on Friday. Bur- yeah, that's right. Yeah, Highland Park I on Tuesday. Highland Park Tuesday. Boys, 8 o'clock p.m. Friday against Berkner. But we're talking about the girls. What do we want to look for uh, in the Nimitz game and in the Richardson game? Uh, it, you know, district on the road is not easy. Um, we beat Nimitz by uh, eight or six points. I can't remember. That was our first district game at home. Um, they have a really strong forward um, in Promise McKinley, and, and she averages probably over 20 points a game. She's their best player, and she's the um, she was the player of the of the, the year last year in district. So, oh, nice. so she's got a, a lot of things going, and, and we just have to make sure that we – try and limit her touches and limit uh, make all of her shots as hard as possible um and then they have some some tough guards that they're kind of streaky but they're hit or miss um and they just never stop giving up and so we have to make sure that we come in with and match or increase uh you know the effort and um play strong on the road and, and kind of bring in that type of mentality that we can do that and confidence um and then friday we are very excited about Friday, um, but we got to make sure we take care of business on Tuesday. Uh, Friday, we we want that rematch with Richardson. Uh, we've already played them in December, then the last day of the school, December, I don't know, seven, whatever that, 16th. Mm-hmm. Uh, and um, we did not play very well. I think they they score. I think they beat us by 28, 29 points or something like that. Mm-hmm. Um, so we got we got a lot to work on before we get to Friday, um, but we got to take care of business Tuesday first. And then next week, Tuesday, January 24th, 7 o'clock away uh, at Irving MacArthur. And then back at home on Friday, uh, 7 p.m. against Berkner. What are we looking for at, in the MacArthur and the Berkner games? Sure. MacArthur, um, they just got a new coach, and, and she's a great coach for them. Um, they lost a few players last year, uh, and they're also tough. I mean, they they love to to press um and they a lot of these teams that we're going to play coming up in district they play a 2-3 zone or a 1-2-2 zone and that's kind of been a struggle for us so we've got to find ways to attack the zone get inside outside um and and make sure that they defend um so it's not just one pass and a shot we want to make sure that that they're getting tired on defense so we can kind of take away some of their offensive threats do you end up pressing a lot like when you have kind of young kids or is it more of a that, that kind of wear them down faster we we like to press. I think we have the athletes and and the kids that that can do it, <clears throat> um, and and we like to get 
these these teams outside of what they want to do offensively. And so if we can um, put a little pressure on them and, and try and force traps along the half court uh, half court sideline, um, I think that alters what they do offensively. Brendan, any deep basketball questions? You want you're the basketball expert here. Uh, appreciate that, and I'm outside not going to deny that. So. Uh, defensively, <laughs> defensively, let me ask you this: What is your uh, g- general philosophy? Are you more of a let's play zone? Or are you more of a let's go let's go heavy man man to man? We have a zone option, but I am all about the the man defense on the line, up the line, pressure, um, forcing them baseline, and and forcing them into traps. Uh, as long as I, and I do think we have the athletes that can do that. Um, and so we try and, and try and put pressure on them. And uh, again, like I said before, get them outside of what they're used to doing offensively and force them into some awkward or uncomfortable situations. I think it's woman to woman defense, Brendan. Well, I, I understand. I understand that, but I'm not going to just bend something for the sake of, of appeasement because, you know, that's just the term. Clearly you don't is. live in America. Uh, <laughs> Uh, All right, a version of it. Um, so, are there teams as young as your team? Going back to the district angle, uh, obviously we've alluded and touched on the fact that you've you know had to have some girls grow up uh, sooner than than maybe that you thought they might at the beginning of the season. Are there other teams that are that uh, showcase the 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 youth that that you guys do? Not as much. Uh, normally, there's about one freshman that that. Uh, is on varsity and, and sees minutes, and um, I have two to three that see major minutes every game. <clears throat> so it's a little different, um, but it's you, you gotta learn eventually, and you can't really teach experience. Um, but uh, Friday, Richardson uh, has a really tough freshman in Michaela Carr, who we're gonna see um, on Friday, and so uh, no, and I don't know many district or teams in our district that have a sophomore point guard. And Aaliyah Taylor also. Um, so we are pretty young, but, um, again, you can't teach experience, and, and I think they're getting better every single day. Uh, and, and I wouldn't put them in a position where they couldn't be successful, and I think these freshmen and, and sophomores can handle it. Now, does Kate Duffield, is she a on-the-floor coach? I'm wondering if this Joe Duffield guy, uh, some of that stuff's wearing off at home. A little bit, yeah. She's she takes initiative and she's not afraid to to talk to her teammates. Um, and and she's a workhorse. She took uh, in our game versus Irving. She I wasn't even I was talking to a kid and I just heard this like thump and she took a huge charge. And then a couple minutes later, she tried and attempted another charge and and the guy called it uh, a block. I'm not sure if that's the right call, but um, so she attempted it again and and that's just pure toughness. And coming from a freshman just shows. Um, her maturity, but her willingness to sacrifice um, herself for the team as well. High basketball IQ. I love that. There, yes. Uh, let me do, let me do this because um, we did talk about Coach Joe, and he used to wear suits, and now COVID, uh, he just wears like scrubs or he's, something. He's completely given up. <laughs> he has given up. He does have a good shoe game, though. but I've noticed that yes. you like to dress it up a little bit more with with the skirt and the and the blouse type of thing is that is that your kind of normal go to and has been even before covid or have you stepped it up it's been like that since i've been coaching um i when i was a head coach in indiana uh, i had a great mentor who uh, in the AD, um, Coach Ike, and he just kind of told me um, some do's and don'ts for head coaches, and I just kind of stuck with that. And and now, when as a head coach, I kind of like to get my coaching staff, um, who's they're 
fantastic and they kind of like to razzle dazzle it up sometimes but uh to kind of have a theme for every game so on friday we wore maroon we'll see what we do on tuesday but we like don't to do that <laughs> have, you, have you ever have you ever thrown a shoe at an official no shoe but um <laughs> a, a marker may have flown all before. right oh, marker. See, nice i know there's a little spiciness in there let me ask you this how no. many how many technicals have you drawn this year zero Zero. Zero. Right. I, n- yeah. I'm gonna need you to draw. I technical. push it. I push it to a warning. Um, but uh, our our bench has gotten a tech before. But ooh, okay. We got bring oh. Coach Durst on here. Who, who wow. are who are the assistant coaches for the girls team? Uh, Courtney Durst is our varsity assistant. Um, and then our JV coach is Jordan Romero, and our freshman coach is Courtney Steimer. And how, since you've poached all of the freshmen from the team, uh, how are the how are the freshmen <laughs> and the JV teams doing this year? <clears throat> yes, our so um, before Friday, our sub varsity teams were undefeated in district. Whoa, nice! Yeah, and um, technically, our freshman team still is. Uh, Highland Park had a JV two team that they played on Friday, went to overtime, and and they ended up losing, fall into that one. But um, our we just they're they're doing really well. Um, I think our coaches are doing great. They. Um, are taking what I'm doing with at the varsity level and, and implementing it with the JV and freshman team, and they're running the same stuff, which is what I want them to do. So they're ready when they uh, get to that varsity level. Um, but yeah, we've got great coaches in our program that love the kids and are doing what they're supposed to be doing to to help them get to the varsity level. Well, excellent. Uh, it has been a joy uh, and a pleasure to get to know you and our listeners. Uh, get them enthused about the women's team. Yeah, and listeners, if you've got a daughter that's uh, dribbling the basketball around and playing basketball, keep keep pouring into that. Uh, I wish I my daughters played basketball. I do, too. Well, they just cheer and do dance. Yeah, and that's okay, too. We'll yeah, encourage that. But let's 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 pour into the girls that are really trying to get out there and, and, and play basketball because uh, the leader of the uh, Lady Cats program is uh, most impressive, and you will certainly get her support. Yes, yeah, so get out to the gym uh, Tuesday at Nimitz, but Friday, more importantly, 6.30 against Richardson at Lake Highlands High School. Uh, we thank our normal presenting sponsor, of course, Tritex Cabinets. That's www.tritexcabinets.com, but we're going to thank our new sponsor, KPMG, one more time. And we did talk about um, winning a state title. But while this is not a state title, KPMG does have some recent awards. Tell me about those. 100 best companies for working mothers, top 10 best companies for multicultural women, best workplaces for women, top 50 companies for diversity, and top companies for executive women. So they are uh, definitely promoting uh, their female executives, their uh, multicultural base. Uh, we really uh, want to praise KPMG for all the work that they're doing in those communities. Uh, follow us. This is, of course, the Lake Hooplands podcast. We are on Twitter at Lake Hooplands, Instagram at Lake Hooplands. We are on YouTube. You can come see our shining faces. Are we on TikTok? No, we're not on TikTok. How I do you get on that one TikTok? Yet. You have to sign something? <laughs> you have to sign something. I don't know any of this stuff. All right, we're going to get out of your hair. Uh, thank you very much, Coach MJ. Coach MJ, it's been a pleasure. Thank you for having me. Thank you, Brendan. Thanks, Scott. And we'll talk to you next week.